My name's uh, Chris Gonzalez. I'm fighting at 155 pounds for Bellator MMA. I'm fighting April 2nd, uh, the Mohegan Sun in Hartford, Connecticut against Roger Huerta. Tune in. Five Talks. Five Talks. More than just music. Hey everybody, this is Giancarlo Alino reporting for Vibe 105 with a Sports Vibe Talk segment where we're going to be talking all things MMA today. To help me out, I'm happy to be joined by my guest. He's going to be competing on the first Bellator MMA event on Showtime where he'll look to keep his undefeated MMA record intact when he takes on Roger Huerta. He is Chris Gonzalez. Chris, how you doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. How you guys doing? Uh, doing great. And Chris, there was big news a few weeks back. Bellator signing up with Showtime. And now there's going to be a new platform for you guys to be fighting on. Uh, what was your initial thoughts to the news that came out? And what are your thoughts on this new partnership? Yeah, no, that's uh, I thought it was super cool. Showtime's obviously been like a staple network and just fighting in general. So it's nice to see them kind of shifting from focusing on the boxing side of things and kind of getting in tune with, I guess, what the cool kids are doing now with mixed martial arts. So I think it's a, it's a good network to be with. And hopefully I get to, you know, display my talents to everyone who's, you know, subscribed to them. If you're not subscribed, make sure you get a Showtime so you can catch me April 2nd. Yeah, definitely. And now this whole pandemic has been changing everything. Like you were fighting uh, right before the pandemic last year, and then you were off for a little bit. You came back in August at the Mohegan Sun. What was that whole process like, like fighting with fans and then going into this whole new norm in August? Yeah, you know, it really didn't bother me. Having a wrestling background, I feel like at a lot of the lower level events, you know, throughout high school and then even early, like collegiately outside of like your immediate friends and family, which a lot of the times I didn't even have, you know, there when I was doing my thing, it was a relatively small crowd. And there wasn't usually many people in, you know, the auditorium or the venue that you were wrestling or competing at anyway. So it kind of just, uh, just kind of brought me back to that, you know, let you hear your cornermen a lot better. So there's no reason not to listen to your corners either. But uh, yeah, I was kind of indifferent to it. It didn't really bother me at all. And like also a lot of guys, I heard Benson Henderson even talk about he wanted to get some reps in beforehand, even did a grappling tournament just to get the feeling of what it was like. Uh, there were some other guys like yourself who just thought it just brings you back to your wrestling days. When you're actually in that environment, though, is it something where you thought, OK, there's nobody here? Maybe it's an advantage for the other guy that you're fighting or did you find that it was a little easier getting through everything? Yeah. I mean, kind of like I said, I was really indifferent. I think whether or not there's uh, a fan base there to see it in person and, you know, create that energy or not, I kind of just come with a, the same energy regardless. It just, just laser focus, just tunnel vision. You know, I try to stay level headed and pretty calm, cool and collected in there. So I don't get too excited or too uh, low of an energy prior to fighting. So yeah, man, I really didn't notice much of a difference. It's, it's always business, you know, fans or no fans. That's great to hear. And uh, you're going to be taking on Roger Huerta at Bellator 255. And he's an opponent. This is going to be uh, a lot of people are saying this is going to be your true test here. 155 uh, experienced veteran coming into this. Is that what you're expecting too? like? Are you expecting a different kind of fight than what you're used to? Or is it still business as usual? Yeah, no, definitely business as usual. I definitely was lobbying for this fight. I've been lobbying for it for quite some time, actually. They tried to offer me a couple other guys, which I accepted. And, you know, for whatever reason on their part, it just didn't work out. But, um, you know, they came back with Roger. I was really excited for that. Even prior to getting this fight with Roger, my last two opponents, I think prior to me fighting them, had a combined record of like 15 and one prior to me fighting them. So, I mean, I'm fighting tough guys, even though they may not have just that exposure yet. I know that I'm fighting guys who are going to be if not a problem now in the near future, you know, I'll probably run into some of those guys uh, later on down the line. But yeah, I mean, 
you know, I look forward to fighting Roger. He's been, he's been around and he's been in the game for a long time. He's done some great things. So yeah, I mean, just business as usual, just, just keep chipping away and just, you know, just keep asserting myself. And what do you think a win over a guy like that would do for your career? Would it be like the huge stepping stone that a lot of people see when they fight a veteran? Or do you think just because the losses that he has accumulated in the past couple of years might not be that much of a stepping stone in your opinion? Yeah. You know, even if you look at his recent fights, I think his three last losses are to three title contenders and one champion or two former champions. I think it was Sydney Outlaw. I want to say Benson Henderson. And then I, I believe Pitbull. So, I mean, all three of those guys are at the top of the division. So I don't think there's, you know, any reason for anyone to look at Roger differently, you know, from those losses, the Sydney fight, you know, Sydney just kind of controlled the fight with the, with the wrestling and the grappling. But I mean, it wasn't like Roger got hurt or he didn't belong in that fight. So, I mean, he's still right there. He's still competing with the top guys. You know, if anything, I just think this is an opportunity for me to, put my name in the mix and, you know, just remind everyone or show everyone that, you know, I'm, I'm right up there with all of these cats. For sure. And uh, for those just joining us here on Vibe 105, we're speaking to Bellator lightweight Chris Gonzalez. Uh, Chris, last time we spoke, you had a 2-0 and record in MMA and now you're 5-0 and in MMA and you're just now bringing up there how your wrestling experience may have helped you adapt to this new norm. In terms of your own MMA game, though, what part of it do you feel you made the most improvement at? Maybe it surprised you a little bit or something you've been working mm-hmm. at most? Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say that anything has come as a surprise. I think when you're putting in the work and logging the hours, you kind of expect to have the improvements, you know, that you're going to see on a fight to fight basis. So, I mean, I expect all the things that I've been doing, you know, I'm in the gym putting in the work. It's, It's not like I just show up on fight day and, you know, flip a coin and hope it just, you know, it lands on heads or tails either way. You know, the work's being put in, the hours are being logged. So everything I'm doing, um, I expect to do. But uh, the biggest improvements I would say is just going out there and just being comfortable, you know, taking what's being presented and not forcing the issue one way or another. And that just comes with experience, you know, and every fight I get a little bit more experienced and a little more comfortable. Yeah. And being more comfortable also like coming into the cage here in Bellator, is it something where going into it, do you have any superstitions at all? Or it's just some fighters case by case basis? No, no superstitions. Uh, I mean, there's always going to be nerves involved. I feel like, you know, it just comes along with the territory and, you know, the craft. You're going to be nervous. You're going to be excited. You know, it's just all about just controlling those and not letting them get the best of you. It's like I said, it's, it's a business. You just got to go in there, establish yourself find your flow, find your breath. And, uh, you know, everything's going to happen and play itself out the way it's meant to be. Once again, for those just joining us here on Vibe 105, we're speaking to Bellator lightweight Chris Gonzalez. Uh, Chris, a lot of people, you know, in MMA, you get drawn into uh, different fight camps. There's all the great training camps, fight teams and managers around there. What drew you towards Team Alpha Male? Yeah. I mean, kind of just like you said, man, it's just one of those, it's just one of those great camps that's, that's, that's available. You know, there's, I've had the benefit and luxury and the opportunity to train at a lot of high level places, you know, just stemming back from my wrestling days and living in Northern Michigan at the Olympic training site there. And then uh, having the opportunity to train with the army world-class athlete program to uh, living at Colorado Springs at the Olympic training center as well. Um, So, I mean, after training at high levels like that and having high level training partners and high level coaches and access to, you know, high level equipment and technology, you know, that was something that I really appreciated while I was wrestling. So when I finally made that decision to actually switch over to fighting, I was, I mean, that was a big thing for me was finding a similar 
opportunity and training, just kind of like training step-by-step process. And there aren't many MMA gyms in the world, let alone the country that, you know, that, that offer that or have that readily available underneath, you know, one roof. And uh, Team Alpha Mill is one of those places. I came out there. I stayed for a couple of weeks, checked it out. I went to a few other places and checked them out. A bunch, bunch of other great gyms as well. Um, but I think it was just the combination of, you know, the training partners, the coaching staff, and then, um, you know, the equipment as well that uh, I felt was best for me to help me have uh, long-term success. And who coming into this fight with Roger Huerta, who has been some of the coaches and training partners you've been working with most for this? Man, there's so many. So apologies if I leave anyone out <laughs> ahead, ahead of time. But um, we have so many high level guys, man. Every and every fight camp is usually a little bit different depending on who the opponent is. But uh, I mean, so many guys from Darren Elkins, Andre Feely. You know, I, I was training with Max Griffin quite a bit. He's fighting this upcoming weekend. Tyler Diamond's been one of my good guys. Uh, Eddie Hawk, he's, he's one of the guys kind of under the radar. He's doing his thing in bare knuckle and MMA. He's been a good training partner for me. Cleo Romero, another young, a young up and coming dude. And then, uh, you know, so many more training partners. That's just a few to off the tip of the tongue. And then as far as coaches go, you know, Danny Castillo is my head coach. I have uh, Joe Rodriguez who's my boxing coach. I work with him quite a bit. Uh, my strength and conditioning coach, uh, Amadeo Novella, uh, shout out to him, uh, Novella uh, Strength and Conditioning Training. And then, um, you know, our whole team, you know, Chris Holdsworth is one of our head jujitsu guys. You know, I hit up jits a couple of times a week and, you know, I get to go in there and take his classes and learn from him. And then, um, you know, we just have so many coaches. Obviously, you got the general Uriah, who's kind of like the overseer and head of everything. We had a good practice this morning. Those are the main coaches and training partners with, I'm sure, countless people's names left out. But uh, yeah, that'd be it. Yeah, you mentioned Uriah there and legend of the sport. What was yeah, your definitely. first meeting like with Uriah Faber? Hmm. That's funny you ask. Um, so I actually met Uriah at a UFC event. I believe the main event was uh, Ronda Rousey versus Amanda Nunes. Oh, wow. And uh, so I was at the fight. We had some tickets. And then uh, I saw Faber standing like by the octagon. And he had this huge line of people trying to take pictures with him. And mostly women. <laughs> <laughs> mostly like fangirls. But um, so, I, I mean, and it was like a long line. And, you know, I had wanted to come check out Team Alpha Mill, I'd heard a lot of good things about it. You know, there was a lot of fighters on the team that I looked up to and was a fan of just as as a spectator at the time. And, you know, I kind of just like walked up to him and kind of like walked around his fan base right there. And I just kind of leaned in and made eye contact. I was like, hey, my name's Chris, you know, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I want to come check out your gym. You know, this is my background. And instantly he just kind of looked up and he was like, oh man, I'd love to have you out. Super welcoming. He invited me to come stay at his house. I think I came within a week. I was sleeping in his guest bedroom for a couple of weeks, just like training at the gym gym a couple times a day and just getting a vibe for everything. So <laughs> yeah, so your eyes that guy for sure. That's awesome. And uh, yeah. as we wrap up here, how can our <laughs> listeners follow you on social media? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram at CGZ dream. That's a CG's dream. Give me a follow. Hope you enjoy the content. A lot of training, a lot of activities with me and my dogs, a lot of good eating too. So hit that follow button. Highly recommend that follow. Uh, Chris, I'd like to thank you for sharing your time and coming on here to talk about your upcoming fight. And I wish you all the best. Appreciate you, brother. That was Bellator lightweight Chris Gonzalez. Now we're going to send it back to the studio for more programming right here on Vibe 105. And now back to your Vibe, Vibe 105.